Welcome to the Chlorine King Podcast, where your host, Eric Taylor, will discuss tips for the do-it-yourselfer, answer listeners' questions, conduct product reviews, and host special guests from the pool industry. Grab your swimsuits and let's dive in. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Chlorine King Podcast. I thank you all for tuning in, and I'm looking forward to bringing you guys another great episode. Tonight's guest is Danielle Barr. She's the president of the Swimming Pool Pro Alliance, or SPPA for short, and we're going to be talking about general liability insurance and why you need to have general liability if you're out operating a pool company. But before we get to that topic and interview her, we always have a question, and our question this week is from Stacy, and she wants to know if it's safe to drain her pool so she can do some work to it. Well, thank you for the question, Stacy. Ultimately, this is a question I can't give you a definitive answer to because of the endless variables in determining if it's safe to drain your pool. And what I would recommend is for you to hire a licensed and insured pool company to come out and assess your situation. And the reason why is depending on where you're located, it can dictate the precautions you need to take in order to do so. So let me explain. The weight of the water is what actually holds the structure of the pool in the ground. When you remove the water weight, it gives the pool the ability to pop up out of the ground. Just go ahead and Google pop pools and you'll see what I mean. There's pictures all over the internet of this happening. And the reason for this is areas like Florida where I'm located generally have a high water table. In other words, if you were to go out in your yard and start digging a hole in the ground, you would uncover the groundwater here in Florida much quicker than you would in places like California, Arizona. And when there's a high water table, it can cause hydrostatic pressure or an upward force from the groundwater pushing the shell of the pool out of the ground, thus resulting in a popped pool. If you don't know the procedure, I would definitely leave it to a professional because if it pops, then they're liable for it. If you do it yourself, you're on the hook. And it's highly unlikely that once a pool pops, it can be resettled and put back together. Usually, this means a new pool build, which can be incredibly costly. So my advice, Stacy, leave it to the professionals. I really hope this helps, and I appreciate you for sending us a question. And this question actually ties directly into our guest tonight. So I'm really looking forward to uh, speaking with her and, and her sharing your, her information with you guys. So tonight's episode, we're going to talk about general liability insurance, and it's one of those things that you have to have if you're uh, working in the pool industry, or really any service type industry. It's just to protect you in case you mess up on the job. Unfortunately, there's tons of people that are out there working without insurance, you know, like unlicensed contractors are a huge deal. Uh, they're a huge uh, entity not using the insurance, which ultimately leaves the homeowner fully responsible for anything that happens. So... Do your clients a favor and get some general liability insurance. So let's go ahead and talk with Danielle and uh, have her talk about why it's important and some things that hopefully you guys can learn about by tuning in. All right, so I have on the line Danielle Barr. She's the president of the Swimming Pool Pro Alliance. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you? Good, good. I appreciate you reaching out and wanting to be on the show. How would you hear about us? I actually heard about you guys through um, Joel Forrester, my cousin. Shout out, Joel. He was telling me that he was listening to your podcast, and uh, he mentioned that um, you guys are awesome. So I wanted to be on here, too. Well, I appreciate you for uh, being on. So why don't you introduce yourself and talk about how you got into the industry? Yeah, well, my name is Danielle Barr. I'm the president and director of Swimming Pool Pro Alliance, SPPA. Um, it's an alliance dedicated to fighting for your insurance needs. I'm also the CEO of the brokerage agency, Bar Insurance Agency. 
how I got into the pool industry is not super unique story, but let's just say I was born with pool water in my blood. I've been in the industry for 30 years now, essentially my entire life. I can thank my parents for introducing me to the pool and spa professional world. Um, my parents own a construction repair and a retail store in San Diego, and they've been in business for 43 years. So it's safe to say that I'm not just an insurance broker, but I have knowledge of the pool and spa industry. Well, that's great. That's fantastic. I mean, once I got in the industry, I absolutely love it. It just sounds like you, you really love the industry as well. Oh, yeah. I, uh, I tried cleaning pools, but I'm not the best at it, so I got into the insurance side of it. <laughs> <laughs> Work smarter, not harder, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, cool. Again, I appreciate you being on the podcast, so why don't we just go ahead and get into the questions? Yeah, go for it. All right, great. Well, the first one I have for you is, can you explain, you know, give a brief explanation of what general liability insurance is and why it's really important to have if you're operating a pool company or any business in general? Yeah, well, commercial general liability insurance is one of the most important coverages you can buy for your business. It can help cover the cost of bodily injury, property and advertising damage claims made against your business. And without this coverage, you may have to pay the cost of these claims with your own business and personal assets. In today's world of ever-increasing business lawsuits, it's super important as a business owner to not leave your business vulnerable to potentially devastating costs of a liability claim. So, you know, for your pool business, it's it's very, very important to have this because if you have assets or um you want to make sure that you're covering your business so that you're potentially they're not going to go after you. Gotcha. So if you don't carry this type of insurance, uh, you're leaving your, your exposure wide open for someone to come in and possibly take your business from you. Exactly. Or your livelihood. Yeah. And none of us want that. So yeah. listeners, that's very important. Make sure you have liability insurance if you're operating any business, but especially the pool business. And, uh, you know, going on to the next question, is there is any general liability plan just good enough or is there a need for a pool specific liability plan? Yeah, sure. There, there are general liability plans out there. Um, some are not specific to the industry, so you may be paying for a broad general liability insurance plan not specific to your insurance needs. As a pool professional, you want to be sure you're covered for industry-specific hazards like pool pop-up coverage, hazmat coverage, pool overflows, and even key and lock replacement. Gotcha. Okay, now do you guys offer these specific pool plans? Oh, yes, we do. We offer all of those. Uh, we have three specific options. Uh, we have our silver program um, and gold program and platinum program. Just depending on your insurance needs, um, you could take a look at all three plans, and we could also recommend a plan for your, your company. Awesome. So why don't you just give a brief um, you know, overview of the difference between the three plans because I have the gold plan, which is right in the middle, and I know there's one a little bit more and a little bit less. So, so the listeners yeah. get an idea. So the gold program, we'll start with the silver program. The silver program is $59 a month. Um, it gives you a $2 million aggregate, $1 million per occurrence. So you have $2 million for the year, $1 million per claim. Um, and then you jump up to $69 a month, which is the uh, gold pro- program. And that is a $3 million aggregate, which means you have $3 million for the year, $1 million per occurrence. And then you have your even higher limits, which is the platinum program. It's a $4 million aggregate. $2 million per occurrence um, for $89 a month. And a lot of people pick that platinum program um, 
some people want to be covered more, um, and some people have commercial accounts that require umbrella coverage, and most of the time, our platinum program will be able to cover that. Um, so you don't, there's no need to go out and, and buy an additional umbrella coverage um, on top of your already existing general liability plan, so it's all included in there. Gotcha. Okay. So, uh, is, are those shared plans or are those individual plans? Cause I know that uh, like the previous company I had before I came to you guys was a shared aggregate. So yeah, you know, when I got into the industry, that's one thing I made sure I did not want, um, for, and if I was going to create a policy for the pool industry. So everyone has their own individual limits. They are not shared. Now, that- um, if you do have an employee, your employees in within your limits, but every specific, uh, primary member owner of their company has their own specific limits. That's great because to my understanding, again, I don't know too much about this kind of stuff, but uh, when you're sharing a plan, if other people use the plan up, you're left with nothing. Is that correct? That could definitely happen. I mean, it's, let's just say you have a $3 million aggregate, 1 million per occurrence, you get 10 people that have a million per occurrence that you're going to eat up that 3 million pretty fast. Um, so it definitely could happen. So guys, it's very important you're shopping for liability insurance to make sure that you do have an individual plan and not a shared plan because at the end of the year, you could be left empty-handed. Yeah, true. All right, cool. So I know you briefly talked about it uh, a little while back, but what are some uh, when you're looking for a specific liability plan for the, for the pool industry, what are some important features to look for? So there's there are things you should be looking for when shopping for a policy specific to the pool and spot industry professional. Um, there's a couple questions I recommend to ask when you are shopping for insurance. And number one, is their insurance carrier A rated? I say to ask this because uh, many commercial accounts, property management companies, and even some residential accounts require A rated insurance. The rating represents how financially secure the insurer is. This applies to every type of insurance, from your auto insurance to your pool business insurance. Um, another one is, does your program or association share their limits of insurance? We just talked about that. So just to reiterate it, some association programs or chapters could and do share their limits of insurance, which means that in the event of a claim, it minimizes the coverage available to anyone member or insured. Um do they offer certificates of liability insurance, including additional insured, primary wording, waiver of subrogation? This is another request that can come from commercial accounts, property management companies, or even residential accounts. I think it's important to know this because some insurance companies can charge upwards to $250 per issued certificate. Um, also, is the policy a customized policy for the specific industry of pool professionals and their employees? Do they cover things like pertaining to the industry, like pool pop-up coverage, hazmat coverage, key and lock replacement, professional liability, um, office, warehouse, store liability? Does the policy cover the scope of claims that can happen to a pool professional? Um, by looking into the policy and knowing limits of insurance that are being offered is extremely beneficial. Also knowing the exclusion, I cannot reiterate this enough. In the event of a claim, the most important thing is not the 100-page policy, but it's the fact that you're going to be covered in the event of a claim. Um, And the other thing was, if you're doing 100% repair work, you want to know, are they covering 100% repair work technicians? Some companies do not. Um, We do. (laughs) And... uh, The other thing that the pollution cleanup costs or hazmat coverage, this is a coverage 
for such cleanup costs arising out of swimming pool chemical spills. Um, many pool professionals travel with chemicals in their truck. If there was a spill, in many cases, hazmat would be called out for chemical cleanup. If the policy does not help with chemical spills, then you would be paying out of pocket for this sort of claim. And then the other a couple things that I like to ask you would be, how is the customer service? Are you treated like a person or a number? Do your calls get answers and messages returned? Um, in this day and age with our fast-paced world and outsourcing call centers to other countries, I personally think it's so important to be taken care of and helped in a tam- timely manner. So those are just a few things that I think are super beneficial to ask for when you are shopping for a policy. All right, listeners, you guys have been warned. That's a lot of good information there. And to attest to what Danielle's saying, every time I call them for something, and it's usually because my card got hacked, I need to update my payment information, my agent and Danielle both answer, hey, Eric, how you doing today? They don't have to look me up like any other insurance company does these days. So that's a very nice feeling I get when I call in. I just want to say I appreciate that and and definitely think that's a good touch to have for sure. Yeah, that's something I really wanted to implement when we started the company. I hate when I call and people are like, well, who are you? You know, and then they yeah. go look up the number, all this stuff. It's like, exactly. And, <laughs> and to talk about um, part of the plan and what you guys cover, pop-up pools. And the reason I want to talk about this is because literally just this morning, it couldn't happen in a better time, well, unfortunately for the uh, the homeowners, but uh, over here in Tampa, someone was an unlicensed contractor and didn't have the correct insurance and popped these people's pool and left them high and dry. So, you know, with SPPA, you guys definitely cover pop-up pools, which is an important thing. Yeah, we actually covered one last year, I think it was. Um, one of our customers had drained the pool, um, and then, of course, a rainstorm happened, and the pool popped completely out of the ground. So we do cover that. That's something you definitely want to have. Um, and it's always beneficial, too, to always do uh, pool draining release forms. Mm-hmm. Um, those are always super beneficial. We, we supply those for our customers as well. It's just a, an extra benefit to have that if you're doing acid washes or even pool, if you're going to be draining a pool, you just want to let them know the things that could happen. Gotcha. Yeah. So that's, again, they got your back all the way around. So it's very important. Now, a listener asked, wanted me to ask you a question in regards to draining pools as well. So to go along with that article I just mentioned, they wanted to know that if a client drains a pool and it pops, does a home insurance policy cover that replacement for the pool? So if the if one of their clients, so if the homeowner goes out and that homeowner were to drain that pool, correct, we are not going to cover that because it's not our insured going out and draining that pool. So it's third party. We're we're going to cover anything that basically pertains to our insured, our member going in the backyard or on site. Um, if he or she were to drain that pool, then yes, it would be covered. But as if the homeowner were to, you know, they're kind of that's their that's going to be their claim. Oh, actually, you know, um, this question has popped up as a little sidebar question. Um, you know, if something were like that to happen, what happens to the insured as far as like, do the rates go up or how does that really play into everything? You know, um, I personally fight for our insurance rates every year. I go to the underwriters and I fight, fight, fight for them. Um, we've had people in our, that had had claims and I haven't canceled them and I haven't raised their rates. So I don't think that if I'm getting lower rates for everyone, then I don't feel like it's, 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 I'm supposed to be raising the rates 
insurance as well. So I personally haven't. If it's a very, very large claim, at that point, I'm going to go to the underwriters and say, hey, guys, this is what happened. And they may tell me that, hey, we don't want to have them part of this group anymore because I'm I'm here to make sure the association is protected for you guys. Um, so if there's someone that's having several claims, I'm going to either kick them out. I'm probably not going to raise their rates. I'd probably just kick them out if they had several claims. I just don't – I want to want it to – us. Gotcha, which means, you know, to keep the insurance going, you're, that means you're a quality uh, company because you're staying insured for the long haul. You're not constantly making claims and, and causing issues for the insurance company. Right, right. Well, cool. So let's have a little bit of fun here. So what are some more common claims on insurance that you see every year? And then what are some more unusual claims? Okay. Those are good. Um, Can't okay, wait. So, <laughs> so, our most common claim would be over-chemicalizing a pool, which causes damage to the plaster. Um, another one would be pool pop-ups um, out of the ground. That was a, a good one. Um, Actually, Danielle, can you explain to listeners, if they are not familiar with what it is, what is a popped pool? Okay, so let's just say you drained a pool. The complete shell of the pool pops out of the ground. So it's... It's really bad. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you pretty much have to rebuild. I've never the seen one in person, and I don't want to, but I've heard of them. Because I'm out of California. We don't. Our water tables aren't like back in Florida, so <laughs> it's, it's really. <laughs> it happens a lot in Florida, um, for sure. That's where all of our pool pop-ups come from. Gotcha. Okay, so to get back to the claims, I'm sorry, but uh, we just That's keep talking okay. about it. Just want to make sure people know what it is. So yeah, yeah. Um, let's see. Okay, so those are probably mo- most of our uh, most common ones, but what I'll tell you some some other claims. We had someone, we don't, one thing everyone, we do not cover uh, animal mortality. So we had someone walk over to a pond full of beautiful, very, very expensive koi fish and dump chlorine in it. Oh my <laughs> so, gosh, you're kidding me. <laughs> It was pretty bad. And when they, they called me, they always call me first. I was like, and um, are they okay? <laughs> <laughs> and, no. and then I started going on the internet to look up how much koi fish are, and that was really sad. So oh we God. actually don't cover that anymore. We're not in the business of, we, we do cover you cleaning ponds and servicing ponds, but we're not going to cover the animals in it. It's just, it could get out of control, and we're here to protect you guys. Um all right, guys, so don't try to give the koi fish a detox. It will kill them, and you're not protected. <laughs> no, yes. Um, and then I have two really good ones. So uh, the next one would be uh, pressure washing. This guy uh, took a pressure washer to a very beautiful clay fountain from Spain, imported from Spain, and there oh, were two, geez. and pressure washed the clay right off of it. And then went ahead and pressure washed the second one, and that was wonderful. Um, and that's something pressure washing is not included in our policy for that reason, um, because you guys aren't in the business of pressure washing; you're in the business of service and repair. Um, and this is the final one that's super uh, crazy. So uh, this guy calls me up and he says, "Hey Danielle, I'm doing this." Uh, really big job for a customer or I did this big job for a customer and I'm like oh great here we go um and he's just a service technician that's all he does is service his pools well he decided that he's gonna go and he is this lady has a um a fiberglass pool and he said that there there looked like there could have been a leak at the bottom of the pool so he decides to go and 
drain the pool, a fiberglass pool. Oh, my gosh. Let's know. We don't drain fiberglass pools. Um, nope. And goes down and takes a skill saw and cuts out the bottom of the, bottom of the fiberglass pool and then puts resin on it just like a surfboard. <laughs> and then, <laughs> so bad, then he proceeds to sand down the entire pool and and uh, I hope he's wearing a mask because I don't know, hopefully he's alive oh still, fiberglass in his lungs. Um, and and then he paints the whole entire pool and the deck. And she, they go to fill it back up, and I guess it's a mess. And he's like, "Well, I'm covered for this, right?" And I'm like, "Dude, no, you're not covered for this. We don't. That's like way out of the scope of work. So uh, we don't cover um, redoing a complete." Uh, fiberglass pool. So those are some of the funny ones that we've seen happen. And guys, don't do that, please. <laughs> Danielle, you gotta give me his information. I want him on this podcast. That would be such <laughs> a fun episode. I'm telling you. <laughs> I gotta keep everyone. Uh, it was uh, Bob. <laughs> Everyone's name is Bob. <laughs> oh my gosh, Bob! What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> so. Wow, that's crazy. Well, thanks for sharing those. Uh, yeah, no worries. That's incredible, guys. So uh, don't do dumb thing, guys, and you'll be covered. <laughs> <laughs> so um, last question I really have for you. What are some helpful tips for an insured company to do to help protect themselves and, and really make a claim go smoothly when they need you guys? Um, You know, contracts are good. Just make sure you guys are doing contracts with your customers. That's a huge one. Um, I always say take pictures. So mm-hmm. if you're in a backyard, take pictures. Everyone has that client. You want to, you kind of know who they are when you're in their backyard and you want to just make sure you're protecting yourself because we're here to fight for you too. So our, our claims department will go and help you. If you know it's not your fault, we're going to fight for you. Um, and then the other thing is our claims department is really easy. It's a very easy process. If there is a claim, it's a $500 deductible. Um, from there, the claims department takes over and they contact you directly and then they send out someone that needs to take a look at what happened um, and they'll proceed with the claim. So it actually goes from our hands to the claims department and we don't even deal with that. And you're welcome to call me first and I can help you through it. But uh, every claim has been issued right away and everyone that's had a claim said it was a very easy process. Awesome. Well, I really appreciate you being on the show, Danielle. Now, I have a group with you guys, and if you want to explain that real quickly before we sign off. Yeah, so if you guys, uh, the Chlorine King group, if you guys get 10 or more to sign up with insurance with us, we give a 10% discount. So um, it's it's uh, 10% for all three programs. So once we receive 10 or more from your group, then we'll start issuing that 10% discount. So kind of a cool thing. Awesome, guys. So if you're interested, reach out to either Danielle or myself and become a part of the group and save some money to boot with the excellent coverage. So I really appreciate you being on, Danielle, and uh, uh, I hope to have you back on in the future. For sure. I'll be there. All right. Sounds good, Danielle. Have a great day, and we'll talk to you soon. You got it. See ya. See ya. Wow, isn't that so much great information that Danielle shared with us? She's very knowledgeable about this. As, As you know, she's been doing it for years. And she really highlighted why it's so important to have general liability insurance to make sure not only you're protected, but also your clients. Uh, So, you know, that's it for tonight. Stay tuned for our next episode where we really thank you guys for tuning in. So take care and have a great evening. That's all for tonight. And thanks for tuning in. 
Please send any comments or ideas, how-to and guest appearance requests, and product review suggestions to eric at chloreinekingpools.com. Remember, if life piddles in your pool of dreams, just add some chlorine and keep swimming. See you next time.